Amen. I love that prayer. That the words come out like butter, right? So sweet like butter. <laughs> Good stuff. Let's uh, put that one into practice. Um, I love it that God always uh, hears our prayers just as we are, and we're all just uh, made in his image with uh, different personalities and expressions of our faith, too, and that is just so wonderful. So we're going to continue now in the Word of God by opening up God's Word, and I'll just share a few a brief passage and then prepare us for this continued series that we've been in, Voices Among Us, where we're hearing the stories of hope amongst our congregation. And that is one thing that we believe in as God's people. There's this phrase that's pretty interesting in the New Testament called the priesthood of all believers, meaning the access that all of us as believers have to be able to enter into God's presence and also to minister and care for one another and to teach and develop one another as well. And so that's what we're doing throughout the month of of July, we are really sharpening one another as the body of Christ. And so I'm going to open us up with this passage in the book of Psalms, chapter 71, verses 1 to 5. And you can go ahead and open up the scripture and hear God's word this morning or see it on the projector as well. Um, Psalm 71, verses 1 to 5. And again, we've been selecting different passages that have been our themes for testimonies in the month of July. Last week, we talked about how the joy of the Lord is our strength. And today, we're going to be continue in this theme of the common hope that we have in Christ. And each one of the congregants that shares today, they're going to also share their hope for our church community in the year to come. So let's hear these words as we prepare our hearts and minds to receive this morning from, um, from each one of our congregants that we'll be sharing today. But let's hear first from the book of Psalms, chapter 71, verses 1 to 5. Let's hear from the word of God, 71, beginning at verse 1. Lord, let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me. And deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you, Lord, have been my hope. Sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. You, Lord, have been my hope. The joy of the Lord is our hope and our confidence. The common hope that we have in Christ is what gives us the strength and the joy to be able to continue to press on amongst all circumstances. And we're going to hear some of those circumstances with the testimonies today. And after each one of these congregants has had an opportunity to share, they're going to pray for our congregation as well. But I'm going to ask you, even while they're up here, that you would pray for them too. 
pray for all that God is doing in their lives, in their families, in their journey as well. So let's just go ahead and um, take a moment and, um, and prepare to, to hear what God may bring today. But as you know, we're actually today, we're continuing in this summer rhythm where during the summer we change it up a little bit from just the standard sermon, receiving, taking notes kind of style. And we actually like to do things a little more creatively. And in July, specifically, we take time to engage the Word of God in a different kind of way where we sharpen one another as God's people. That's what it says in the book of Proverbs, just as iron sharpens iron, so one man, so one woman, so one person can sharpen another as well. And this month, we're in this series that we're calling Voices Among Us where we're hearing the different voices and the different stories of hope from our church community. Last week, we got to hear from the Joneses, from John and Joyce Jones, from Michelle Araujo, and also from uh, Danny Carballo as well. And um, that was just an amazing opportunity to be sharpened once again as well. And uh, that's going to be our theme throughout the rest of July, stories of hope in Christ from our community, where each person will be sharing what is their hope in Jesus Christ, what that has looked like, especially in these very difficult 17, 18 months that we've been in. And they're also going to share what their hope for our community is in this year to come. And today I have the the pleasure to be able to introduce, again, another dynamic group of congregants to be able to share their stories, their testimonies, and to minister to us this morning as well. And that's going to be our brother Al, uh, Al Rolama, um, uh, Amanda Fuentes, uh, Charlotte, uh, my wife Charlotte Coro, and uh, Lizbeth uh, Renteria, our worship director as well. And so we're going to have that opportunity to be able to just receive this morning as well. And so again, as they pray for us, I want to ask you to be praying for them as well. But as we begin to hear some of their their testimonies and stories, why don't right now we take a moment to pray for them? So let's go ahead and and pray this morning. Gracious God, Dios Santo, Lord, we thank you that you are with us. You are for us and you are ahead of us in, in this journey called life, Lord. You have been welcoming and hospitable, Lord, and you've given us a place in this life. And God, today we're going to be able to hear and and listen to the, the stories and the places, Lord, that you've taken your people in their life journey, and especially in this last year, God. Not only that, Lord, we're also going to hear about a little bit about their hope, God, on where where on on their hope on where you will take us as a community in this next year and in this next season to come. So Lord, as Lizbeth prayed, Lord, would you be with them? Would you be their confidence? Would you be their strength? And would you be the one that uh, gives them the words, Lord God, to guide them, Lord? Give them the wisdom. And may they keep their eyes fixed on you, Lord. Give us confidence, Lord, to continue to follow you and to go beyond just fear or situation or circumstance 
Take us, Lord, to you. That's exactly where we need to be. That's our resting place, and that is our home, Lord, in you, Jesus Christ. Be our shield, be our rock. We love you, Lord, and we pray all of this in the faithful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to encourage all of our sisters and brothers this morning and thank them for being willing to share their stories of hope, of common hope that we have in Christ this morning. And um, we're going to start it off, actually, with a good one. And you need to give her a good round of applause or else I'm going to get in trouble, right? With my wife, Charlotte, with Charlotte Coro. So let's go ahead and welcome... Uh, Charlotte here, and uh, you know, I am very happy to say Charlotte goes way back in Imago Church. She's the official first member of Imago Church. Uh, my oldest son, Lemmy, he was the second member, right, when it was just me, Charlotte, and Lemmy, and look at all that God has done since then, right? So we give God all the praise for that. So, uh, you know, Charlotte, of course, has uh, not only been a wife, but a friend and a partner in ministry in all in so many different ways uh, in this journey here at Imago, and also someone who holds a unique uh, role, right? Someone to minister to the minister and to care for the pastor that's often caring for others as well. So just so grateful for you and all that God continues to do in your life. And um, as, as uh, you reflect on this past season and on, on this past year together, um, uh, I, I want to be able to ask you to share with us that. Share with us what hope has looked like for you in this past season and what your hope is for us as a church community as well. All right, so grateful to be able to share the hope of Christ this morning with us. I am just super excited um, for God giving me this opportunity. It's such a blessing to be able to be before you all today and to be able to minister in this way. Um, yeah, that was a very uh, deep question because when we're asked to share the hope of Christ, it's wide, it's deep, you know, it's, it's, we've all experienced it. But um, I had to really look up what is hope to begin with. And um, I looked up in the dictionary, but also what the Bible talks about hope. And uh, when I looked up in the dictionary, actually, um, the word hope gives a lot of room for uncertainty, you know. So in the um, ordinary language, when we use the word hope, we would say probably things like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I hope I do, you know. So it gives a lot of room for uncertainty. It may happen or it may not. You know, but when I looked into, in the Word of God in the Bible, what is actually hope in the Bible? Um, I gleaned to First uh, Peter chapter thirteen, First Peter chapter one verse thirteen, which said, "Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ." So here it shows that hope is not wishful thinking; it's fully set your heart fully, fully. There's no room for doubt. There's no room for maybe, but it's fully. We are here fully for Christ. And so, um, so the Christian hope is confident that something will come to pass because God has promised that it will. Hmm. So that was really beautiful to see the difference between the hope of Christ versus the hope that we experience in our daily lives. Um, 
And so I also went on to look at what Paul really talks about hope in First Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. And he said, Jesus is our blessed hope. He is our blessed hope. And um, um, he is our hope. And also in Titus 2.13, he said, he's our blessed hope. Uh, so Jesus did not only come to bring us hope or to give us hope, but he's actually our hope. He is the hope on which we stand um, every single day. We experience that hope through Christ on all different situations of our lives. And so we can glean to that hope of Christ because he is here and now. He is our hope. He's our comfort. He's our encourager. He's our strength. He is here. He died for us. And that's the hope that we live for as Christians. And, um, and you know, Jesus is our hope for the future that we will be redeemed in his coming, is our hope for the present that we are not alone. We are loved. We have purpose. Each one of us has purpose in Christ. And also, he's our hope for the past that our failures are not greater than God's power to transform. So even through our failures of the past, God is still there in all of that to transform it. So he's really our hope in all, in the present, in the future, and even in our past. So that's really comforting for us as Christians to really live our lives knowing that there is a hope for all situations and all times of our lives. Um, so um, I would like to, I would sum up with this verse, which is very important verse in the Bible for me, and that's Romans chapter 8, verses 32. It says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? I love that he really makes it clear that that hope is for all of us. Mm. That hope is not for the good, those that are consistent here every single day, those every Sunday, those that are, believe that they are good, um, not for the young or the old, it's for all of us, all of God's creation. That hope is available for us, and it's up to us to tap into it. It's up to us to receive it. It's up to us to call upon it. It's up to us to approach God and actually receive that hope. And... Um, I have actually been able to experience that hope as a mom uh, recently through my children. You know, we were all stuck with our kids for the last two years, right? <laughs> and I have really been able to look for that hope and even experience it through the little ones. And um, my two days ago, we, were, we had just finished praying and getting ready for bed. And my youngest, Lael, who most of you know, he's three. And um, we had just finished praying, ready for bed. And he comes to me and said, Mom, does God forgive us even when we do bad things? That was his question. And that really warmed my heart. I went down on his lip and said, yes, God does forgive us, even when we do bad things. Mm. His face lit up. What was that for me? That was the hope of Christ. It made him confident. It gave him hope. It gave him that peace that he is forgiven, as little as three. Mm. But that confidence of Christ, <laughs> that hope of Christ was so evident in his life, in that moment, that there's a father who loves him, who forgives him, even when he does bad things. Mommy doesn't always forgive him. <laughs> he gets some pow-pows most of the time, right? So it was so wonderful to just be able to experience that hope of Christ through even a little child as three. And um, then also my oldest um, we were getting ready. That's when the time, usually they get to bring their stories up, right? Mommy's ready to be done and be ready to get that break. But then they have all these questions. That's when they pop up, right? So we are <laughs> brushing, getting ready for bed. And um, 
I was telling Lael, still that little one, you're getting so big. Look, you're able to brush your teeth all by yourself. You're going to turn four in September. I can't believe it. And he goes, and you know what? That's when I'm going to die. <laughs> when I turn four is when I am going to die. Okay, so for me as a mom, that was a freak up moment. Where did you hear that? What YouTube video did you watch today? <laughs> what did you, where did you hear that? And the big, his big brother, Lamy, who is five, says, speaks, tells him, Lael, those who believe in God, never die. <laughs> wow. I was still in that moment. I was like, wait a minute. Look at me as a mom. I freaked out. I didn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> and that little boy, Lamy, just straight from his mouth, he said that. And all of us felt a sense of peace and calm. And we didn't get into that again, right? <laughs> And so I was able to experience that and realized, wow, no wonder the Bible really talks about childlike faith. Mm -hmm. I was like, look at that. He believes that. And he knows that is true. Those who believe in God will never die. So beautiful ways of experiencing God's hope for me during this season, um, even through the little ones. And so that's been a blessing. Um, I will I'll leave us with this verse. Um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. Uh, Praise be to the God of our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. It's back as well. In his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into the living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fed. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last days. That's first, chapter, first Peter chapter 1, 3 to 5. This verse leaves me with a question. Is this hope of Jesus Christ real and alive in me? Is his spirit alive and at work in my life? And that's the same question I leave with you. Is that hope of Christ real and alive in you? And is his spirit alive and at work in your life? And for myself, I'll answer for myself. I will say yes. It is real because I've experienced it. I've seen it. I live it. I experience it each and every single day of my life. And, um, but more than that, if it wasn't for the hope of Christ, probably I would be in the distractions of this. I'll be distracted. I probably wouldn't be here. Um, I would have walked out from community like many we've known. I would have... Been there's so much destruction out there that I would really not be right where I am. But because of that grace of Christ, he draws me near. Even through the mundane uh, realities of life, the stresses, the anxieties, the fears of the future and the past, all those things are not able to keep us from Christ. They're not able to keep me from Christ. They draw me near and I can come back and glean to his hope for every single day of my life. And so that's the same hope that I live with you all. That's the confidence that we have in Christ, that we are secured, we are loved, we are shielded, we are protected, and his hope is there for us. So when we walk away, when we get discouraged, when we are going through difficulties in life, we can come back to that hope to renew our strength. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Sister Charlotte, would you pray for us? Pray for that hope that we would be able to, to live it out together. Briefly pray for that, please. Yeah. I'll pray. Um, my hope, I think my biggest hope for our church community is to grow deeper in faith, in knowing God, in the knowledge of who he really is, and grow in commitment. 
of what he's doing here and now in our church community and around us. So I'll go ahead and pray for us. Father God, we thank you so much for your faithfulness, for your love and grace, God. Thank you that we are here this morning, not by mistake, God, but because of that hope that draws us near each and every single morning, that hope that we have experienced, that, we, that hope that is right here present and available with us. Thank you so much that you died for us so that we can have life in full, God. And here we are, Jesus. I pray that you will continue to renew our strength, renew our hope, God, Jesus Christ, when we get worried, when we get tired, when we get discouraged, God. May we glean back to your hope, God, that is here and now for us, Jesus Christ. I prefer a church community, each and every single person, household represented here, God. I pray, Lord, that you'll be close and near to each one of us, oh God. Draw near to us, God, and may we draw near to you as well, God strengthen us, renew our hope and our faith and our commitment, God, in who you are and who you've called us to be in this, to this community, God, that you desperately love. We love you, God, and we honor you today. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Just, uh, again, that, that hope in that where, when we have that hope in Christ, there's always life. Always life, always new creation, always new beginning, and so grateful for our dear sister Charlotte to be able to share that with us this morning. We're going to continue now in our testimonies, and I'm actually um, going to invite our brother Al Roloma to uh, be able to share a bit about this same question, his hope in Christ and his hope for our community and I'm just so grateful for Al in so many uh, different ways. Um, when I had been asked before, really, who, who is it that you're, you're seeking to reach and serve at Imago, there were really two different um, groups of people that I was thinking of. Those that are taking their first steps in faith and those that are taking their next steps in faith and in mission. And when I think of Al, he's really someone that gave that yes to God to take that next step to go deeper in mission, in faith, even in a season of his life where he could have just thought, you know what, I'm looking to retirement. I'm just going to relax and take it easy. No, I'm going to continue to actively pursue Christ. That has been the attitude and the posture of Al as long as I've known him now for uh, uh, over um, almost a couple of years now. So um, just so grateful for you, Brother Al, and all that God has done in your life and is continuing to do. And can you share with us a bit on this question? What has been your hope in Christ in this season? And what's your hope for our community? I think it should be yeah. mine. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, we, uh, me and my wife, we arrived here, that's almost three years ago, and um, when we, uh, you know, when we arrived here, um, we've probably shed more tears in the uh, three years here because uh, there's a spirit here, and that, uh, I remember the first time we were here, uh, we were, we were balling, right? I mean, just the spirit, and the, I think the community here is something that you really feel, it's, it's a real thing, um, and I just love that about this church. Um, you know, and I, I grew up in the church, right? But uh, I don't think there was always that passion, right? It was, it was a head knowledge. Um, and then I remember uh, back in, like, in high school, I think there was a, uh, during chapel service, there was a guy who talked about the 18-inch conversion. And that was um, to take it from here to here, which is about 18 inches. Um, so I had that as a, as a child growing up, the head knowledge. But 
I, that really um, impressed on me that, you know what, there's more to it. It's just not more, it's not just knowledge, it's, it's in the heart. Um, and I just felt that here. Um, and then, so I was here for a couple months, and then um, Pastor Carlos designed a uh, sermon series just for me. Uh, yeah, I know there's a whole bunch of people out here, but I don't know why he was just picking on me. Um, <laughs> just something about you. Man, so like, <laughs> he would stand up here, and then he would say, okay, and, the, and he was step up and step out. Hmm. And boy, he was, uh, he was picking on me. Because <laughs> I was sitting over there, and then he, he goes, step up step out he looked right at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember that yeah <laughs> so the next Sunday I thought well I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that side <laughs> so uh, the same thing right step up step out <laughs> look at him again the third Sunday I'm gonna stay at home and watch on YouTube and <laughs> and there he is he looks right in the camera and then he's going <laughs> like that but uh no, the, the, the hope for this, um, and I appreciate that, right, because you're challenging me um, to step up and step out. Um, so I thank you for that. Um, and so that's got to be my walk and my journey is to be challenged like that. And I don't think you're challenging so much. The Holy Spirit is, is working in me to challenge me to, um, to, to step up and step out. Because the next series was uh, discipleship to disciple shift. Mm-hmm. And there again, he's picking on me. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so that's, that's my hope. Uh, oh, and then, yeah, during the pandemic, so we started going with, with church, and I was really enjoying it, and then the pandemic came, and uh, first I was cool sitting at home, you know, watching on YouTube, right, having my coffee and all that stuff. But boy, I tell you what, the first time I came back, what a feeling that was. Mm-hmm. You know, I tears know. again, right? It was mm-hmm. unbelievable. There was only a handful of people in here, and it's nice to see more people showing up. Uh, but just to be in this this building with the church, um, wow, it's an awesome feeling, and, and, and I missed that during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, what else? There was, um, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I was thinking about, uh, so having, having knowledge about Christ, it was up there in verse 5, it says, um, Sovereign Lord, the confidence in my youth. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Knowing all this stuff from my youth actually gives me strength. I did the this, this Sunday school in, in the Heidelberg Catechism that John talked about last week. Um, I learned that in my youth, and as I got older, those things really, really were a rock to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just things to, to fall back on um, during times of, of uh, trial and tribulation, right, which I call uh, knee-dropping moments, right, when you um, don't know where to go and you drop on your knees and you ask God, you know, help me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those things uh, and that knowledge in, in the Bible and memory verses, to learn those, I think, are very important. Um, but you got to transfer from here to here. But it's yes. good to know those things, to fall back on that. Um, so in, in my past, I think when you have those knee-dropping moments, it was kind of weird because you, you really rely on Christ. So sometimes I think, you know, and you have that closeness with Christ and with Jesus. So sometimes... I think about, because Daniel talked about it last week, about ebbs and flows, right? You're on fire, you're not. Mm-hmm. Well, when you really rely on Christ, then I start thinking, well, do I pray for a crisis in my life so I can have a closer walk with God? Uh, I don't think so, because even, uh, I think the Apostle Paul talked about, the more I sin, the more grace. Hmm. Um, 
and that's not what we're talking about. I don't, I don't want a crisis or a, a catastrophe in my life, but that is when I um, really felt close to Jesus and Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. Those were good things um, to fall back on and to have that. Um, so it's good to have a knowledge of Christ but about those things. But then, then I think about the Pharisees were very scriptural, profound, and they crucified my Savior. Hmm. Right? Because I, they didn't, I don't think they had it in the heart here. Um, so, yeah, and, and from there, um, yeah, it's, uh, oh, and then, in, um, yeah, my, my scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 6, 16 through 18. And it's a be joyful always, hmm. pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And, um, so be joyful always. I kind of thought I'm kind of a, I think a kind of person where the glass is half full and not half empty. So that worked okay, right? I could be joyful and praying continually, eh, you know, <laughs> that was, uh, but what I, I did find is that when I'm, I was driving along, uh, and I'd drive for a long time, I'd turn the radio off, right? And I'd be in conversation with, with God, right? And that was a lot of prayer time. That was um, very cool, actually, right? To be talking with God. That was a, a personal thing. And then, um, the last part, um, you know, um, give thanks always for this is God's will for you in Christ. I didn't really get to be till a couple years later because I'd be praying. I'd, I'd pray, you know what, not my will be done, but your will be done. Yeah. And right there in that verse, it says in there, the will of God is to give thanks in all circumstances. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's God's, part of God's will is for to give thanks in all circumstances. That's part of doing God's will. Um, and that hit me a few years later. That, uh, yeah, if I want to do God's will, give thanks in all circumstances. Not always easy, but um, that was part of God's will. And then, um, so, and you know what? I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Carlos if you could read this, uh, because I'll, I'll hold it. Or if you want to read that, because I don't think I can make it through it. Should I read it? You read it, please. This is the, the footprints story. One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you most, you would leave me. Then the Lord replied, My precious, precious child, I love you, and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. That's uh, very beautiful to me. So... uh... That's about it. Amen. Can you pray for us? I will pray for you. Close us out, please. I will pray. And this is actually um, out of the Psalter hymnal, which is something I grew up with, which um, 
at the time was a um, kind of a, a boring book, right? We had hymns, right? So um, I'm going to pray, and uh, this was an old hymn. It's called uh, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. So I'll just read it, and that'll be my, our prayer, okay? So if you'd pray with me. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will, while I am waiting, yielded and still. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Search me and try me, Master, today. Open mine eyes, my sin show me now, as in thy presence humbly I bow. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Wounded and weary, help me, I pray. Power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Hold o'er my being absolute sway. Fill with thy spirit, then all shall see Christ only, always living in me. Amen. Have thine own way. Have your way, Lord. Your way, not our way, be done. And I love that image that Brother Al put to us. Sometimes one of the longest journeys in this life is that 18-inch journey from the head to the heart. And that journey can start with that simple prayer. Have thine own way, your way, Lord, not mine. Amen. Now we're going to invite our sister Mandy, Amanda Fuentes, to be able, yeah, give her some confidence to, <laughs> to come forward and share with us a bit about her hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and her hope for our community as well. And um, when I, I think of Mandy, I, I think of the word journey of someone that has been just in a tremendous journey with the Lord. Again, in some of those ebbs and flows, but holding on and being sustained by the rock that doesn't move, by Jesus Christ, her Lord and Savior and the rock of her life. And um, I also think of, of Mandy as uh, with the word journey, but also the word called, someone that is called. God has called you for tremendous purposes. And you know that in a lot of our pastoral conversations, in some ways, just like with Al, it's been step up and step out. And with us, it's been more like continue to pursue Christ to that next level. And so again, you are called, so grateful for you. And I'm excited for not only all that God has done, but what God is doing and will continue to do in your life and the life of your family as well. So Mandy, can you share with us a bit about this question? What has been, what does your hope in Jesus Christ look like in this season, in this past year? And what is your hope for our community as we continue to move forward? Well, um, there's so much. Like Charlotte said, there's so much when I think about giving a testimony of my life and where I'm at now. Um, so I struggled yesterday going through so many sermons and um, scriptures, and I thought, okay, um, one of the ones that has really has, has stuck with me like th during the whole pandemic is, um, let's see, I don't know if it's uh, Second Chronicles 7 through 14. So, um, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm not that prepared. Okay. I just look around um, every day when I wake up um, and I see so many people hurting. And I think about how badly we need healing 
and I don't think people talk about it too much. Nobody wants to talk about how they're hurting, and um, and sometimes you don't know how to heal. And um, a lot of my walk has been, Lord, heal me, heal me, heal me. But I realize that that I have to lean into Him to get the healing. And as I walk with Him more and more, I realize that I'm already healed. And it's beautiful because as I'm being healed, I see um, God bringing my family together and I see them healing. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing because sometimes we pray and we don't see things happen right away. So we don't think that God is working on our prayers or listening to our prayers, but he is. You won't see them right away, but eventually you'll see things happen. And you're just like, Wow. That's amazing. It's so much bigger. The picture's so much bigger. You see it, like, coming full circle, and you're just so grateful. And I thank God every day, you know, that I, he's made me worthy of the calling. Amen. Amen. We are his humble servants. Yeah. So um, the um, scripture that really has been on my heart um, is... Uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and it says, "If my people will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land." So my hope is also that um, that I will also walk out into my calling as well, and that um, just trusting God. I mean, I've trusted Him all these years. You know, <laughs> so what am I not trusting him about? Yeah. Um, and um, that, um, I mean, I would love to see the women of um, Amago Church grow um, in the knowledge of Christ and um, be able to empower other women and help other women. Because as one person heals, you can help that other person heal. And as the other, pers- other people start to see you heal, they'll see the difference and they'll also want that healing So that's my hope. Amen. Amen. Yeah, thanks be to God for that. Hope for God continue to heal. You've been on a healing journey. And now to extend that to others as well. Yes. And particularly even with the women in our church community. To be able to be empowered, to develop, to disciple. And I'm just so excited about all that God will do with that. Amen. So, Mandy, would you pray? Yes. Pray for that hope and for our community as well. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I humbly come before you. I just yes, thank God. you for bringing us to this beautiful place. Yes. Lord. Thank you for your presence and thank you for your love. Thank you for being with us always, Lord God. I ask you, Lord God, just to give every person here the hope and the peace that they seek, Lord God. I pray that you would just show them how much you love them, Lord God, and let them know that even when they don't feel things are happening, they are happening. You don't have to feel it. The walk with God is not always a feeling. It's a knowing. So I pray, Lord God, that they would understand that, Lord Jesus, and that it wouldn't take them as long as it took me, Lord God. Mm -hmm. But thank you for your faithfulness. I am indebted to you, and I owe you my life. Thank you, Jesus. And I ask you to please just help me and empower me Thank you, to Lord. do all that you have called me to do. Thank In you. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Wow. 
Again, I, I say this every week when we do the testimonies, but my heart is full. And again, to be able to be ministered to by some that I've had the privilege to be able to minister to as well is just an indescribable feeling. So we're so grateful for Mandy and all those that have shared this morning. Thank you. And uh, now we're going to invite our sister Lizbeth to uh, close out our time of testimony as we prepare to close out with our time of worship. So yeah, let's give her some confidence and invite her up. And, um, and again, when I, when I think of, of Lizbeth, I think of, again, someone who gives a DPS, a DPS to God and to a DPS to her calling and to all that God has in store for her. And again, it's so incredible to be able to walk alongside people, yes, in their spiritual journey, but also in their life and maturity journey as well. And when I first met Lizbeth, she was, you know, a younger, uh, college, wide-eyed young person and um, just kind of unsure of what life was going to bring or what she wanted or who she was. But now she knows who she is. She belongs to Christ. She knows who she is because she knows whose she is. And again, to see her from someone just kind of being in the background, hands off, to now being uh, right in the front, praying, leading, and empowering others. Just what a testimony that is. So are we ready for those those words like butter? Here we go. (laughs) So, Lizbeth, what has been your hope in Christ, and uh, what's your hope for our community in this season? Amen. Um. It's actually really nerve-wracking being up here just talking and not leading worship. So my heart is like beating really fast. Just sing a song. So, <laughs> um, I'll just have what I have noted. Just sing it out. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So just to answer um, Pastor Carlos's question. Um, so as I was writing down my notes, I always tend to write down my notes with the title. Amen. And I titled it More To It. Hmm. So More To It. Um, So my hope for Imago Church is that I, we, we can become more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. That when people see you and I, they see Jesus. Amen? Mm -hmm. So what does that really mean? Um, What that means is when our walk with with Christ sometimes, like reading our Bible, praying, going to church, doing good deeds, can become a routine, can become a habit. Amen? Because it's something that we're used to. You know, our daily walk with God is... um, it can be a routine sometimes. It can be a habit because that's what you know. That's what you're familiar with. Amen? And so, so when we, sorry, I lost my spot. Oh, so sometimes when we look at these things, we can look at it as a checklist. Amen? Mm-hmm. So you go like, oh, I read my Bible. Check. Oh, I prayed. Check. Oh, I gave an offering. Check. I fed a homeless person. Check. So we sometimes tend tend to forget the real intentions of praying, spending time, reading our Bibles, etc. Amen? So, with that being said, another example is I'm currently going through um, a change in my life where um, I'm I'm getting married soon. I'm engaged and (laughs) uh, I'm getting married really soon. And um, so to, to who? Who's that? To David Martinez, yeah. <laughs> the drummer, the worship team. <laughs> so, um, so with that being said, 
Um, let's say in future tense, um, I wake up and the first thing I see is David. And the first thing I say is, I love you. Amen? And I said, and then I go about my day checking off a list of the things of what a good wife would be. Amen? So the first thing I said is, I love you. Check. I cooked for you. Check. I cleaned for you. Check. Um, I did your laundry. Check. We'll see the reality of marriage, right? <laughs> so all these things make me a good wife. Amen? Because that's what a good wife is, and that's what a good wife does. And so this is the same thing as a Christian could do. Amen? Is go about their, their day and say, oh, I read my Bible, check. Oh, I prayed, check. Oh, I gave my offering, check. So I'm good to go. I'm a good Christian. Amen? And so this goes back to Galatians 5, to 23. So it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such law, there is no law. Amen? I'm going to go ahead and read that to you guys one more time. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing, there is no law. Amen? Amen. So when we spend more time with Jesus, we become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. When we spend more time with Jesus, we become like the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit are evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of a Christian. There is more to it. It's just not about clocking in and clocking out. Amen? We are supposed to look more like the fruits of the Spirit and not a checklist. Amen? And there is this one phrase that Pastor Carlos said in one of her sermons. He said, people who live by the Spirit taste like the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. So I leave that with you. Amen. Amen. Would you pray? Yeah. Pray for that we would live by the Spirit in order to taste like the Spirit. Amen. We can just go ahead and bow our heads. Lord, um, we just thank you, Jesus, that um, we've had the opportunity, Lord, to listen from different brothers and sisters today, this morning, Jesus, that we become more like you, Father God, that when people see you, Jesus, they see Jesus, Um, that we um, taste like the fruits, that the fruits of the spirit, God, that, um, that being a Christian, Father God, isn't just a habit, a routine, Lord, that we go outside of that, Lord, and that we, we tend to look at it, Father God, that there's more to us praying, to us worshiping, to us giving our offering, Lord, to us, Father God, just having doing our walk with you, Lord. Father God, that the fruits of the Spirit, Father God, are seen through us, Father God, that people see that, Jesus, that we are more like you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. As we just prepare for our final song of worship, let's just go ahead and, um, and pray for all those that shared their testimonies today. Lord, we thank you that you speak and you move in mysterious ways, Lord. And today, Lord, we got to experience that by hearing the voices among us the voices amongst your people here at Imago Church. Lord, we were very intentional with that name from the very beginning. That we are, Imago means that we're created in the image of God and we all share that common identity and that common purpose in you. 
And thank you, Lord, that we got to listen to that and hear that even in the threads, even in the connections, and even in how some of us heard our story in the story of others too, Lord. Thank you, God. That as Lizbeth said, you are not done yet because there's more to it. As Mandy said, Lord God, that you have been faithful before, you will be faithful again, Lord. So why not trust you even deeper, Lord, into this next season, into this next level? As Al reminded us, Lord God, of that journey from the head to the heart, Lord, and knowing that it begins with that attitude of thy will be done. again reminded of those precious footprints, especially in those times of difficulty, that that's when you carry us through, Lord. We're never, ever alone. And as our sister Charlotte, Lord, and my dear wife mentioned, God, just how the hope that we have in you is a hope that cannot die and cannot be extinguished by any situation or circumstance. Thank you, Lord, for the precious voices among us that remind us of your faithfulness and of your power and of your presence of God with us here and now. And so, Lord, as we just close out with this final song, Lord God, and enter into fellowship, Lord, would you help us to lead into that hope, God, that only comes from you, into that joy and strength, Lord, that is not based on any feeling, circumstance, or situation, but based on who you are, God. So today, Lord, I just pray that we would rest and abide in you, Lord, trusting that as all these four have testified this week and last week and those that will testify next week, Lord, you will make a way. You are the Savior in all seasons, and you bring it all together, Help us to trust. Give us faith, Lord Jesus. Especially, Lord, in our doubts. Help us, Lord God, to lean into your strength. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise. Receive this final song as we close out as a sweet aroma to you, declaring our